HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program has been brought to you by S. Wallace Edwards & Sons, third-generation cure masters producing the country's best dry-cured and aged hams, bacon, and sausage. For more information, visit surreyfarms.com. I'm Greg Blaze, host of Cutting the Curd. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. We talk about food. Talk about music with musical dudes. Finger on the pulse, snacky tunes. All I got set tonight, like a love short side.
Oh man, welcome to Snacky Tunes. I'm one half your host, Aaron Bresnitz. I'm your other host, Greg Bresnitz, Saul Cathedral. We'll be in studio live. That song is awesome. Uh, we got a very special summer barbecue blowout I think compendium. This, I think this is the first time we've ever actually had the chefs and the DJs slash band of the barbecue on the show together. It's only, only six years. Eight years. No, but six years doing the radio show. Yeah, but we were doing the barbecues for eight years. We could have we, gone on someone else's radio show. I don't think that there was internet radio before Heritage. Oh, that's right. Uh, if you look at Heritage Radio's Wikipedia, they did invent internet radio. Thank you. Uh, so we have the boys from Contra Water here in studio. Welcome. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having us. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Go around the horn. Uh, I'm Jeremiah Stone. This is Fabian. This is Jorge. Um, you guys are... You're having a good summer. You're having yeah, a good summer, let, to say the least. Start there. You had your first kid, now you have your second kid, yeah. proud fathers, proud papas, having a lot of good times. So how'd you guys meet? What made you want to open up a restaurant like Contra on the Lower East Side? Uh, we originally met, I was working at a um, French Culinary Institute, cooking school down in Soho, and uh, so I met, first I met Fabian there, he was uh, working for uh, fellow radio show host Dave Arnold. Oh, shout out to Dave. Yeah. So I was working with Dave on a lot, and uh, that's how we met, doing events and kind of kicking around at FCI. Uh, that was probably like, what, six, six, seven years ago. And uh, and we just kind of like became friends from there. And we, um, yeah, just kept kept in touch. We both like kind of, we've never worked together in a restaurant. We've kind of did our own paths, but yeah. we've always had this like, you know, Back, we'd always like meet up and kind of recollect after, you know, our travels and our journeys. Can you remember like the uh, first conversation where you maybe broached the idea of this might be crazy, but what if we did something together? Yeah, no, I remember very. Yeah, I think we we actually were talking about uh, doing an ice cream shop way back. Yeah, and I mean, then it was like kind of dumb, but like th- that sort of like brought out the idea of doing something together maybe what would the ice cream shop what would have been had it come come to life it was a can't divulge too much (laughs) it might still (laughs) ice cream shop okay like like paletas or that and well that would be like a small yeah it was supposed to be called chavez brothers yeah (laughs) well you guys obviously look pretty related i mean if i saw you two i would think that you might be twins yeah Yeah, well i'd i'd put on the beard and then jorge came in the mix and then it was like okay now even more chavez yeah yeah. oh yeah So, Jorge, how did you get involved with uh, these guys? I met Jeremiah and Fabian when they got back from Europe from working and uh, befriended them at Tendo's, where I was working last. I would say holding court, but sure, if you want to say working, (laughs) sure. That that too. (laughs) But yeah, and they were telling me about their project and they were actively looking for spaces in the neighborhood and, you know, they would come in like, I don't know, eight times a week. Maybe three times a day. Well, we, you know, <laughs> we just saw this. Have an we need office. a magnum, yeah. and yeah, they pretty much did lay, laid out the blueprints on the tables over a couple of magnums, and just were discussing. I think they closed their lease at Ten Bells, and you know, amazing, amazing. So how did we are. how did Contra start to come into uh, sort of like it's like a real thing into picture because it's very different than a Mexican ice cream shop. Um, well, we we had the Mexican ice cream shop and we bulldozed it. No, we, <laughs> we uh, I think we we went from a Mexican ice cream shop to, I mean that was just like an idea, 
And then it became like that was something that was probably financially feasible. Yeah. And also just in terms of like, you know, having never run a restaurant by ourselves and a business, we thought maybe we could do that and then do like little tastings and like kind of use that to as an entry, you know, into to what we really wanted to do. But then it kind of just became why don't we just do, you know, a full restaurant? Why don't we just add some more seats? Why don't we and then we started looking at, you know, the idea of like actually um, create, and that that was over the span of a couple of years. I was living in Paris, and uh, he was living in Copenhagen at the time. So we just kind of were were talking about, you know, well, the ice cream shop's already crazy, but what if we like actually did a little restaurant, you know? And I think that was that was, uh, you know, the idea of like going from that was I think probably just working in the restaurants, and I think we both felt very, you know, pushed how, and ambitious. How many seats do you need to add to an ice cream shop before it becomes a restaurant? All of them, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 43. 43. <laughs> I mean... Uh, Just a random number. <laughs> Both the restaurants do have a European flavor to it. Um, Pun intended. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, you know, if you've if you've traveled to the, the, the places, you know, that we've, we've been, I think you get, like, the little references. Because like, it's not like... I think sometimes, you know, people are like, oh, it doesn't feel very French or, you know... Scandinavian or you know whatever right. but it's it's not it's more like the modern take and it's not like a classic like you're not going to see like decor from a you know a hundred year old bistro you know no it's, it's like it's more like the places that we're we're hanging out like as of the last 10 years and uh and there's that de- yeah I think definitely we try to invoke this you know very New York American feel but you know with the food and the space and the wine there's like this we can't help but escape i mean that's that's kind of our our go-to is like the people uh the flavors the wines it, it, it a lot of it just goes back to you know europe and you know spain italy france and all this connection that we have to those you know those areas i mean in the best way possible it feels like a restaurant you could find all over the world in any city and you hope to find well, good. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick musical break and we'll talk about the wine program there and how wine plays such an awesome part of the food and the new restaurant that is packed every time I go in, walk by, or I ask someone where they've eaten last, in the last week and they always say, while there. Gives me higher than anyone. 
Welcome back to Snaggy Tunes. Uh, we have the boys from Contra and Wild Air in studio. Uh, let's talk about your second child. Uh, Wild Air. Jorge. How's it feel? Jorge. Hey, Jorge is our second child. <laughs> Jorge is the second child. Yeah. I mean, definitely, you know, uh, different. You know, Sister con- from another mister? Brother from another mother? No, I mean, but, you know, Contra's a tasting menu, and this is a la carte and a different vibe. I mean, you can tell it's from the same... Yeah, uh, creative minds, but wine-driven, small plates, shared plates, can hang out, can really tuck in for two or three hours, as we did the other night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in Contra, there's, there's many, the the menu is evolving, constantly evolving, and it has many layers and textures, and the list that I did there is sort of that way. It's a certain vision in that list, and like while there, it's a little bit more looser. The list is much more looser. It's much more fun. There's wines that are, you know, one-shot times that are going to come in and out that we're going to get exclusive for that place that I'm not going to get at Contra. So nothing is uh, the same in both places and one is a much more wilder list and the other one is a a list geared to the menu at Contra. What's a bottle of wine that might show up at Wilder that will never see the light of day in Contra? Uh, La Basot's Magnum 2011. It's a Shannon from Spain. Uh, BB2, BB2, we do a lot of large formats. Uh, and yeah, I saw you flexing that forearm muscle uh, on <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> Mags and Jeroboams of certain vintages. Uh, we the only place that have La Paz and Magnums in, in New York City, which is a friend that we used to work together who left Brooklyn to make wine in, in the Loire now called Laurent Sayad. Big shout out to him. And it's called La Paz. Uh, another difference between two restaurants is the playlist which you are so fiercely protective of at Wild Air. Because Greg and I were asking you questions on Thursday and Friday, and you're like, man, I can't, I can't tell you what these songs are, which I, I respect, but I'm always going to ask. Yeah, and it's been, it's been a I mean, long... Hold on a second. I actually just disagree. So that I can respect if no one's going to ask, but if someone's going to ask and take time to be like, what is that obscure, amazing song? Like, you should maybe reward them. No, I respect, I re- I respect your decision. I, I respect it. I Thank disagree. you. Thank you. Hey, man, we're, we can have different opinions, That's Greg. Fine. Yeah. Um, so what's, what went into picking the music? I mean, did you guys have input as well to the music played at the different restaurants? Because it's, de- it's two different vibes. Well, yeah. I mean, Fabian controls the music in Contra and with input with Jeremiah. And there's something that I used to control the music at Ten Bells all the time. And I think they kind of liked the vibe. And they wanted to impart some of that vibe. And, you know, I shared some of that lately at Wilder and you know we all come from a musical background these guys Fabian used to play music I used to DJ Jeremiah used to DJ and you know we all love music and we all kind of love the same types of music so it's kind of overlapping and we're constantly mingling and changing it up 
That's awesome. Yeah. I will say that you know that's uh, not including the Algerian hip hop that um, that Jorge will play sometimes. Yeah. Cry, yes. Oh, it's like you're in a vibe, and the song comes on. You're like, man, dude, I'm I'm in the weeds, and I need I need not this. I need a pick me up. I need a pick me up. So one of the reasons you guys are on here is the barbecue that we're all doing together on Tuesday, including Salt Cathedral DJing. Um, what can we expect uh, on the menu since it's going to be both spots uh, combined? Which, by the way, this is, I think, the first time we've ever done two restaurants at one barbecue. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're definitely going to go with the barbecue theme, um, which we don't have, like, a, a you know an open flame at a... Yeah. Shout-outs to the FDNY. Um, <laughs> Shout-out. But, uh, <laughs> but um, I, I, we're talking about maybe doing, like, some kind of heart, like, grilled hearts and some, like, a, like a flatbread or some kind of... Awesome. Something like that to go on, and then we have this... Uh, we're going to work on this potato, kind of like a crushed, uh, in French it's like potato écrasé. It's like a crushed potato by fork with like herbs and and like a, maybe like a, I don't know, talking about like a crab butter or something like really kind of strong. And then we're just going to go to the market, which we often do, and just, you know, see what's, what's around for vegetables and maybe do something kind of smoky and fresh and crunchy, cucumbers and stuff like that. I love it. And you'll be pouring something. Yes, I'm going to be pouring a, a barbecue theme uh, pet nat. It's a cider from Normandy, made by 29 varieties of apples. Super refreshing, and it'll be very bright. Good That's a lot of apples. That's a lot of apples. Yes. <laughs> How do you like them apples? Good. Um, um, and you guys just recently also had some hour changes, right? For the yeah. summer, at least. Yeah. Well, we're gonna, um, you know, while there's brand new, but we decided that we're gonna do. Um, uh, Sunday, Monday close, so we're open Tuesday through Saturday, same same time as Contra. We're open later, obviously, um, but we'll we'll open at six and then we'll close when all the wine runs out. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a great hang. I mean they're both. I mean, do you see people going to dinner at Contra and then coming over for like a post bottle at Wild Air? Definitely, it's, yeah. it's starting. There's people that come for like an apéro at. at while there and they'll go to dinner and yeah. sometimes they'll bounce back for like a cheese plate and another bottle or sometimes people will have a glass of wine or a magnum after their dinner at Contra it's, it's becoming fun like that you know it's nice I finally see uh, you know a lot of times like people open up restaurants like right next to each other and I'm like I don't ever really see the point other than just I'm sure it's easy on the chef but I see like the great relationship between these two places yeah I mean like when Contra is open you can definitely feel that the other place is alive as well. Yeah. Like when we were open on Sundays, it was a little different because yeah, just the one sure. place is open. So yeah, it's quite interesting. I mean, like we'll we'll have people like visiting from out of town, and they'll you know they'll have heard of you know Contra Welder, and I think you know they love the idea of being able to you know they have a short schedule. They're only here for a couple of days. <coughs> Excuse me. They get try a couple of different things. So maybe they're going to eat dinner, and then they're going to continue drinking, and they feel like they've gone to like. You know, experience a little bit more of like you know what we do in New York and what New York's like. So, awesome. All right, well, thanks, guys. The action's all on Orchard Street, south of Rivington, yeah. Delancey. And uh, if you want to come by on Tuesday, uh, you can go to the Snacky Tunes Instagram feed and uh, look for the post about the barbecue and the our ticket to buy is in the the link, the profile, or the Contra feed. Yeah, or the Contra feed. Great food yeah. shots there. Wild Air feed. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we got Salt Cathedrals coming up live in Studio Next. Here's a quick song shout out to Liz for coming in today to help
Cathedral, welcome to Snacky Tunes. Thank you guys for coming in. Thank you. Super excited to have you DJing the barbecue as well. Yeah. Uh, I want you to introduce yourself. Say what you do in the band. Uh, my name is Nicholas. Uh, my name is Juliana. Cool. And you jam. Yeah, we're, both of us. We're, we are the band. We are the band. We are the band. Uh, how'd you two we meet? Everything. Uh, we met in Boston while we were in college. B ten. Where'd you go to school? B-10. Berkeley. Berkeley College uh, of Music. I went to BU. No. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Did you eat an honest taqueria? Yeah, of course. Okay, great. All right, cool. See, everyone, everyone eats an honest. Yeah. Don't trust someone who, went, who lived in Boston and didn't eat an honest. It wasn't that good, though. See? Ooh. I did eat there, but it well, wasn't that Well, thank you so much for coming by. Um, all right. Jeez. How did, and how did you two meet and start uh, writing music together? Uh, we had, like, classes in common. So we started, like, um, we met each other um, and just... Uh, yeah doing some ensembles and we're, uh, both, we're both also like from the same place we're both from Colombia. we grew up like 10 blocks from each other but you didn't meet till Boston met the same people went to the same like college in Colombia, and we never met are so you I the same age like yeah uh, yeah one year 
Yeah, man, that's so that's so crazy. I mean, how how uh, big is the scene in Columbia that you could have missed each other? Well, it's an eight million people city, but uh, we we did work. Well, we meant, were in like, the same the, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we totally could have met. Like, yeah. I knew some of his friends. He knew some of my friends. So, huh? Right place, right time. Yeah. So when did the um maybe like the first kind of like uh, etchings or inklings of Salt Cathedral kind of start to come into uh, reality? Well, um, it was maybe two, three years ago we started touring uh, all across the U.S. and then we started writing in New York. We came from Boston to New York to write a first EP, and then from now, from there, like we we took it seriously, and so we started like producing and writing and just touring. Is it all self-produced? Yeah, uh, yeah, completely self-produced. That must be nice. You can be on the road in a hotel room, just like let's bang out a song. Yeah, exactly. Computers, um, yeah. Yeah, computers, man. Making music anywhere these days. Yeah. Uh, let's hear, actually hear a song. Uh, yeah. Sure thing. What do you guys want to play first? Uh, this song's called Holy Soul. Okay, great. All right, Soul yeah. Cathedral here live on Snacky Tunes. Oh, 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 
Oh man, that's, that's great. That is awesome. Um, so you guys are uh, working with the uh, Latin Alternative Music Conference this week. What are you doing with them? Um, we did um, a couple of shows Tuesday, Wednesday, nice, and Thursday in New York. In New York, cool. Uh, Wednesday, rough trade with the. Um, this guy from Tijuana called Maria Jose and then we played with Denver from Chile oh nice Wednesday we did our own show and Thursday we were doing some light shows for this Colombian band called Balancer light shows? light show yeah. you were doing the lights? yeah, yeah. oh man Multi-talent. how did when did you start running lights? Um, oh, what is your light show game like? It's, it's synchronized with the music. Yeah. And well, uh, basically, it's just a bunch of strawberries and a lot of colors. And a lot of fog. We have, yeah, like, yeah, we have what's our, fo- what's we have our fog rig, like? you know? We have, like, a fog machine, like, <laughs> tons of lights. And we have these, like, installations through which we, like, project lights, like, two big moons. We one day got into it. We are like, we need to set up our own vibe, whichever room we go into. So I think we, I mean, we learned that. So now we're like, our friends are like, can you do lights for us? So do you control it? So like, is your whole show also controlled, the lights, everything controlled by you on stage? It's it's MIDI synced. That's fine. But when we do it, we control it. Hold on a second. When you you just said MIDI sync, like that's not not okay. No, no, no. Like it's (laughs) pre-synced. No, No, I understand. But that's still very Uh, impressive. Actually, I wish that you could sing and run the lights uh, manually. I just, I I would be more (laughs) impressed. I would be more impressed. Um, That's so awesome. That's just like a a really great way to know that no matter what venue you go into, it's just going to be your vibe. You set up a a mood. Yeah. 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 Go no, on. No, no, I don't want to be disrespectful. I was, no, it's okay. Um, so I know that you've been on tour recent, uh, re- recently. Where are some of your more favorite places to play around the country? Uh, Austin. I, in, in the country? Yeah. Uh, or we can say world if you want to go global. I think our favorite place to play was Japan. Japan. Okay. <laughs> Why was that? Uh, because of the food. The um, food. What yeah. you guys eat? And the crowd. Tonkatsu everything. <laughs> no, everything, everything. It was, it was really nice. And uh, especially... They, they know how to party. Really? Oh my yeah. god! Really? They party yeah. till like seven yeah. and keep drinking and keep drinking and keep drinking. And then they eat ramen at like eight. <laughs> but it, it's, I don't say no problems intense. with that. No problems with that. So now your blood is like one part blood, one part sake, one part yeah. pork fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was there like anything in particular that like obviously everyone's like oh ramen, but one particular food that you had that you didn't know existed previously that just kind of blew your mind? No, it, it was more like for example, the we had whale. Okay, and that's illegal here. So yes, that was, <laughs> how was it? It was good. It was really fatty. Could you see why? Never mind. That's yeah. I was like, I'm not eating a, that. <laughs> I'm not eating that's that. such a bad joke. Um, all right, do you guys want to play another song for yeah. us? Uh, what? You, which one's this? It's called Good Winds. Cool. Words that come out got me 
You guys are working on a new record. Uh, yeah. How is this going to differ from the previous release? Um, better songwriting, <laughs> oh. better it's production. Yeah, it's, um, it's more influenced by like more Latin rhythms and like dance music. Awesome. Yeah. How do you uh, make better songwriting? Just doing it. Yeah. Just practicing. Yeah. Studying other more people songs. who wrote better songs than you did. Who oh. are some of your influences, or who have you been studying? Johnny Mitchell. You're the second person to bring her up this week in like an influential uh, way that I would have not expected. Yeah. One of my coworkers sent it out, like, listen to this on Monday to be inspired for the week, so I can feel huh. that. She's, yeah. a, she's amazing. You yeah. can't get tired of her. Well, the thing is that Johnny Mitchell did 
she's like really creative like with her forms mm -hmm. you know she adds like two bars and somewhere else and uh, she was doing a lot of like pop songwriting with influence with jazz and he, she was doing a lot of stuff like that you know and she's like he had, she had different eras you know so you can you can learn a lot from their records they're so different do you have a particular talking. Joni Mitchell song uh, to point people to for sure A Case of You okay oh, yeah. Yeah. that's the obvious a, one a classic <laughs> a classic one all of blue I think is just mind blowing yeah. Yeah, um, so we want to make sure you have, we have time for one more song, but where can people come see you play live this summer? I know you just got off a slate of shows, but tour, local? Um, not right now. We don't have any shows right now, but we're always like putting them up, you know. They yeah. sometimes come short notice because we're like, in New York, so if they follow us on Instagram, we're always like on there telling people, you know, like we play at Rough Trade Babies. Love babies. Like, love babies. A lot of babies. I love, I love babies. It's the best place. It really, they really, they really nailed it. They really, yeah, they've they been, it. they're friends of I've been here before. I really feel like every time there's a show there, but they're also one of the places like, what am I doing this week? I don't have any plans. I'll just go to go babies because you know, be one of those four, two of those four bands on a bill are going to be good. Yeah. Or the DJ or just the bar. It's yeah. always, yeah. It's the always bar. fun. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. When that screen lowers down, the whole place turns into a dance yeah. party. It's a good time. I love, last, when I, when Dan Deacon played there and they just opened up the windows and just turned the whole place into oh. like, everyone's like, this is the, they designed it so well. They did. A lot of little tricks. And um, the lights are The lights are amazing. The lights are incredible. Uh, well, thank you guys. And if people want to come see you, DJ, they can come to the barbecue on Tuesday night. If you just go to heritageradionetwork.org, you can see the poster. Thank you to Contra. Thank you, Slash Wilder. Thanks to uh, Jay Strell. Thanks to Brian. Uh, yeah. as well for helping set yeah, this up sure. and uh, thank you so much shout out to Joe shout out to Anna love you too yeah shout out to Summers in Berlin Summers in Berlin <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, one last song before we gotta get out of here what do you got for yes. us it's, it's called, called No Ordinary Man it's from our upcoming record alright unreleased track. and we'll uh, see you all on the uh, Diamond Records bow party tonight yeah all okay right. bye guys bye
Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archive programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.